turns out that Luna had a massive pair of balls. But now we are on another continent, James. Because northern boys love gravy, am I right? Tan continent. I had it... many a viral yik yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've punched a seagull. You're a psycho. Yeah, I love the Gilmore girls as well. Uh, I want to say that I love women. Turns out England is shit at football. They're not as funny as I thought they would be. Yep, yep, that's the joke, folks. I will not hear any Justin Timberlake slander. You not fucking commie! <laughs> the denim on denim on denim. Oh, the denim on denim on denim. The gravy brain cult. The gravy, gravy. brain cult. Gravy, 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 gravy. Oh, I've just had a fucking beautiful thought and I'm just trying to articulate it in my brain before I lose it. Gravy brain, gravy brain, gravy brain. I fucking love gravy brain. Gravy brain. Gravy brain. Gravy brain. Oh, it's fucking gravy brain. Wow, that was fun. Everyone clapping in unison. Welcome to the Gravy Brain Podcast with me, James. And me, Freddie. And special guest... Sarah! Special guest Sarah. And what's even more special about this podcast, well, nothing, because Sarah's the most special thing in this room, but the fact that we're all in the same room. Yes, Sarah is the most special thing in this room, that is correct. We actually have another guest on the podcast, technically. If you hear a loud rattling... That is the sound of our rabbit trying to gnaw his way out of the cage. We need a bit of context for the rabbit, so Sarah, please give us the context on the rabbit. What is a rabbit? A rabbit is a small, not rodent-like creature, apparently, that lives in our flat. He is an indoor house pet that we've had for about four years. The and operative, we love him greatly. The <laughs> operative word being he. Can we please inform the Gravy Brain listeners... The story behind he. Well, when we bought, at the time, Luna the rabbit, we were reliably informed by the vet that Luna was a girl. However, when Luna was taken to be uh, groomed at the... No, vaccinated. Sorry, sorry, vaccinated. Um, Turns out that Luna had a massive pair of balls. So, Luna is now Oberon, or Obi. I think the vet's words were, yep, those are definitely testicles. So uh, That's when you know you've got a good vet. Yep. Uh, Sarah actually had a cry in the car afterwards because her her little, little cute little bunny Luna was actually Obi, the big man bunny rabbit. Sarah's shaking her head, uh, right to response. Just, it, I mean, it explained everything with him enjoying humping your feet. I mean, just came full circle. It all makes sense now. He's a good laugh. There we go. So we we are all in the same room and we have Sarah and we have a rabbit and we also have a new listener that, James, we were going through the analytics earlier because you've never actually seen the analytics, have you? That's kind of been my domain. Yeah, so today I saw the analytics for the first time and boy, what a treat. What a treat. The numbers are staggering, but so are the geographical locations. And you might remember, our loyal listeners will remember from last week, that we have listeners in Zachary, Louisiana now, as well as everywhere else in the United States and United Kingdom. But now we are on another continent, James. We are on another continent. Let the people know. We have a listener from Brazil. From Brazil. Sarah... This is news to you. This is incredible. We are 
globetrotting like hell across the planet. We are on three continents now. Three continents. Who would have thought little old gravy brain with, to be fair, fantastic art that you did, Sarah. Thank you. Thank you very much for that. It's helped us reach the globe. I'm just interested to know, does the analytics show you how long they listened for? Or was it an accidental click on, click off? It could well have been an accidental right. click on, click okay. off. But it happened in Brazil. And that is... What we need then is for the Brazilian listener to email us in so that we know that they have listened to the episode. Well, my other, my other issue is that the, um, the main language of Brazil is Portuguese. Now, this podcast is not in Portuguese. So that's, that's a concern of mine. Are we going to have to start dubbing it in Portuguese? Get, get fire up the Duolingo, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I have any Portuguese. I remember when I did my beginner Spanish class at uni, uh, there was a Portuguese guy in it. And apparently it was so similar that all he had to do was just write everything in Portuguese and he got basically all the marks he needed, <laughs> which is kind of cheating. Well, Portugal, historically, very close to the UK. Our greatest ally and longest ally. And... Back on the red list as of last week. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't go into that. <laughs> Everyone's no. living high on their summer holiday life and having good fun. But today we're going to be having a different kind of fun. Because what episode is this? Episode 9? I feel like this is 9. Let me check. No, it's episode 10. Oh, double figures. Double figures. And to celebrate making it into double figures, I'm not sure we ever thought we'd actually get to this I point. think we have more episodes than listeners. <laughs> I think that's incorrect. We're on three continents. You can't have less than ten listeners with that, for sure. But, Sarah is bringing the hype. We have got some different segments. We're chucking out some old segments. We're still going to hyper-rapid run through the ones that we've got. With a special guest, it needs to be extra special. We'll, we'll actually have, it does. Well, this episode will have fewer listeners because of what, about a tenth of them have been added. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Is it vain to listen to yourself back? Like, well, it depends. If you're doing it, if you're doing it because you enjoy the sound of your own voice, then that's that's fair. Does anyone enjoy listening to the, like when you edit the podcast? Do you enjoy listening to yourself or do you cringe? Um, I'm over it now, given the amount of hours I've had to put into the editing. I think at the beginning, you certainly cringe a bit. But after a while, yeah, you start kind of lapping it up and thinking, God, that was funny. Like what a great content I'm like making. Like a cat with a saucer of cream, just... As if we're not already... Lapping it up. <laughs> lapping it up. As if we're not already making money out of this. But, um... Oh, any money is just a, it's icing on the cake. This is just for fun. If anyone in Brazil, or Zachary, Louisiana or in the UK, would like to give us money, contact us on our email, gravybrainboys at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on YouTube. Oh my God, go to our YouTube channel. How have we not plugged that yet? We're six minutes in. YouTube, James, we have got plans. We have plans. Well, I know we say this every week, but today we have actually invested in free software. (laughs) <laughs> um, we sure have so we've we've been fiddling around with OBS um, open broadcasting software Ooh. so hopefully soon we'll be able you'll be able to see our glorious faces uh, reacting to things yeah do just pretty much the same shit we do on this but you get to see our faces at the same time it's a revolutionary form of broadcast this must be what it was like for the first black and white television to come out. 
having only had radio before it. Yeah. I can't believe you're at a whole four subscribers on YouTube. Well, four is more than zero. I was trying to find another word for zero there that rhymed with four, but it doesn't. Um, if four is all right, I think. And especially once we start putting out different content, it isn't just a static picture of a podcast. I mean, this is just... I'm, if you can't tell, I'm excited because we've been doing this and it's been a way of us staying in touch and chilling out. And now we're actually in person. I've been able to visit... James and Sarah. I think the this is the time. first time since Halloween. First time in a long time that I've seen you guys. And I'm overexcited for it. What can I say? And obviously Obi as well. Getting to see <laughs> Obi is a, a big deal. But we've had all this content planned this week. We're actually getting to do it. And yeah, go to our YouTube channel. As well as all the other social media if you want to go watch it. Anything else for the intro? I think that's the intro done. Right, we're gonna get, we're gonna ditch some segments. We're gonna bring in some new ones, but we're gonna start off with a special quiz that Sarah has made. Oh, crazy brain friends! You know, like football friend. Yeah, I get it. That would be good. That would be good, yeah. yeah right. I did enjoy it. You got it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least someone enjoyed it. God, you can at least laugh or smile. Oh, Jesus. You can't see a smile on a podcast. That's that's, that's true. At least you can see my smile now, to be fair. <laughs> We've had enough time of not being able to see each other. Anyway, right. Sarah, you've been thrown straight into the deep end here. Well, welcome, welcome to the Craig Rain <laughs> podcast. You are. Thanks for having me. You are now uh, officially doing all the jobs and we're just going to sit here and as an avid listener does this count as having like your first fan on the podcast well if you like the podcast then yeah it would be of course i like the podcast i wouldn't listen to it if i didn't do you like the whole podcast or you just like freddie's bit because mainly just freddie's that would be understandable yeah Yeah. that's fair he brings the banter thank you (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) my heart Well, right, Sarah, tell us, what have you got in store for us? Yeah, you're leading the segment. You're leading this whole podcast. You're leading the the podcast. So, I have uh, come up with seven questions that I will ask you both. I don't know how you want to do it. Do you want to answer them at the same time? Like... Or go one by one. One Um, by one. I feel like I should ask the question and then, like, one of you gives an answer. We'll see if it's right and then the other one answers. Okay. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Sarah, this is your podcast. It's not my podcast. We're the gravy. I'm, I'm wriggling in like a little brainworm <laughs> into the podcast. We're gonna have to add that to the art. <laughs> gravy brainworm, just gravy with brainworm. long brown hair. <laughs> Sarah's affectionate nickname, the gravy brainworm. <laughs> gravy brainworm. Great, glad glad to have that added to the podcast. <laughs> so starting off with a nice easy one, I hope. When is your friend's birthday, James? Well. Freddie's birthday. I realise that we may have to take this out for security information. Freddie's birthday <laughs> is the fourteenth uh, of December. Twelfth of December. What year? Oh, no! Don't cut cut the year. Don't have the year in. Oh, okay, I feel like right. we could have the date, right? Sure. It's in December. Yep. Well, he's got it wrong. Uh, yeah, you. Hey, James, you've, you've got it wrong. You've had like three guesses and you still haven't got it right. It, well, I thought that was right. It's the seventeenth of December. Oh, Even fuck. I know that. <laughs> right, I'm oh. out. Right, <laughs> that, that's not fair. Right, Sarah has the 
is like a birthday savant in that you could like savant. She could forget how to breathe and she would still know when a person's birthday was. So yeah. it's not fair that you hey, why bring Sarah into this? You've got my birthday friend. We're just my best friends. We are best Sarah, friends. Sarah, ask me when James's birthday is. That's Freddy, not fair either. <laughs> Freddie, when is James's birthday? It's the first of January. Obviously, because right. you're a good friend. <laughs> That's not fair. Mine's easy to remember. So Mine's Freddy's. easy to remember. There's only one day a year it happens. So we're at currently at 1-0 to Essex. <laughs> okay, it's kind of a victory, but it kind of hurts. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. No, we just carry on. If it makes you feel better, I don't know my brother's birthday either. It doesn't make me feel better. I'm your best man. <laughs> Maybe thinking uh, or rethink on agreeing to being the best man, Freddie. I yeah, don't know maybe, if I can take maybe that. Maybe I will, Sarah. We'll see how the rest of this goes. <laughs> Our second question then, coming to Freddie first this time. What is James's favourite colour? Alright, this one was tough, Sarah, when I was thinking about it. Oh, well, you can't be my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know your colour. Oh, sorry, mate. Um, I had to look into James's eyes for this one. James you will find it later. <laughs> I mean, um, I think James. If we're going for basic colours, we're not going for like duck egg blue or anything. Okay. I think James's favourite colour would be green. Interesting. Right. If you were going for a like specific colour, have you got a second answer to that? I feel it'd be a, it'd be a dark green, not quite khaki, but maybe like Kermit. <laughs> Kermit. Kermit is dark green. Well, like, are we sure? Tan Kermit. <laughs> Essex currently. <laughs> oh god. Now you bring now you bring race into this, it's not fair. <laughs> well, you're completely wrong. Oh, okay. What, what Opposite your favorite end colour? of the spectrum. Burgundy. But, oh of course it's Burgundy. We've got that Burgundy picture of you. There there is a picture of James in the on the internet where he is wearing a burgundy top, burgundy trousers, and we stand him in front and he's got your burgundy back. Backpack yep, as well, right? Backpack. In front of burgundy curtains, <laughs> and you could barely see him. He's like a chameleon in his environment. Can't oh, that's it. Yeah. Well, I didn't think of the picture, but yeah, burgundy makes sense. And that, that would I have ever got burgundy though? No, and I feel I like every, I, I almost wore that jumper every day. I feel like purple. We could smell it. Yeah, maybe purple would have been accepted there. But uh, I didn't yeah. say purple. Sure, purple. I, I was thinking you were going to go red, but to be fair to Freddie, red would probably also be accepted. You do wear an awful lot of green, dark green specifically. I must have got it from somewhere. You do wear a lot of green. I've t-shirts. got like one. I've got one dark green t-shirt. Yeah, but you wear a lot of green, and you've got like green shirts and things. He's more observant than you. <sighs> well, I'll be interested. Pa- passing James. it off, can yeah. we equalise it for one all? What is Freddie's favourite colour, James? I was just going to go basic bitch blue. He is right. Is he calling you a basic bitch? <laughs> Who knows? But the thing is, right, I feel like for Freddie, blue is so versatile because you've got your dark blues, you know, for yeah. your winter coats, and then you've got your, like, really, really sunny light blues for your for your Ibiza shorts and that sort of thing. So. <laughs> There's a lot of navy going on as well. Yeah, I, I do own an inordinate amount of blue clothes. I mean, you're wearing blue right now. Yeah. I feel like it's becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy where I've just got lots of blue things and therefore it must be my favourite colour. But I'm not like... I don't see something so you've, like, that's blue. you've like half dogged blue. yourself yeah. into liking blue. Yeah, I think so. But I just think you're a very practical person because I feel, I feel like if your favourite, favourite colour was burning, it's very hard to find like burgundy summer clothes you know yeah you know you, you don't find many like floral patterned 
burgundy shorts to wear at Malaga. That's <laughs> all. Why am I on a Spanish island all of a sudden? I don't know. I'm just imagining you on like a last Have you ever been to Malaga? That's another question for another Another question for another time. (laughs) Uh, James Rowe, back to you. What is Freddie's most embarrassing moment since you have been friends? It has to be that Freddie completed a university essay and was advised to seek help for English as a second language by the university. And why would that be? Oh, because it was so terribly written. Now, to be fair, prior to him handing it in, he did say to me, James, can you have a look at this essay? And I read over it and just went, yeah, it seems all right. <laughs> I have to say, in the eight I've years I've bit. known you, you have never once admitted to that. So yeah, yeah no, that's his name. I've forgotten that. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, I'd like, sometimes I'd like to say that's because I didn't care very much. But on the other hand, maybe it's just that I'm also just as bad at writing essays. <laughs> this is why you do maths. This is why I do maths. Yeah. For full contact with that uh, philosophy essay, the marks at the uni were out of 20. It got a five. The pass marks are seven normally. And uh, they did say, you know, if you need help with English and it's not your first language, please go see see these people to, and they can really help you with it. I do seem yeah. to remember as well we had an argument about whether it was pronounced Descartes or Descartes. That that lasted a, a significant... It was on what side? I'm really concerned I now. feel like I was on Descartes and you were on Descartes. No chance. I, I did philosophy at... Uh, maybe I'm just... Maybe I'm yeah, just, I'm just, now, now, you're just yeah. now you're just imposing you've things just on me. outed yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe, Sorry, yeah. Descartes. Yeah. <laughs> now, interestingly, Freddie, you have put as your answer Yik Yak in library. Do you care to expand on that or is it too rude for podcasting? It's not that it's rude. It's just something that I'm ashamed of and maybe this is a cleansing space for it. But it's something that embarrassed me at the time. And it's not even that funny, to be honest. We're all friends here. <laughs> it's a judgment-free zone. But it happened during our friendship, which I think was the briefing. It was like something embarrassing that happened during since yep. we became friends in 2013. Um, no, I was in the library stressed out about this essay once on like the ground floor where people can talk. And there was a guy in my philosophy class who knew everything. But he also had to make sure that everyone knew that he knew everything. Of well, that's course. certainly how it appeared. Um, he just didn't quite have a filter. So I'm sat here stressing out about this essay, trying to just put words together before... This must have been second year, so it didn't matter, but it did kind of matter. But just trying to put words together just to submit it. And he's mouthing off about philosophy, and I'm getting the vibe it's like about how great he is. So if you remember the app Yik Yak... Who could forget? The ultimate social media tool for bullying, obviously. Because, rest in peace. Because <laughs> if you're going to make social media anonymous, people are going to post stuff... Um, so I just put up a very stressy yak about um, something about it's hard to write an essay about the existence of God when there's this guy on the ground floor who thinks he is God. Oh! And then as soon as I post it, the guy gets his phone out and checks <gasps> and checks his yik yak and like reads it, and then he goes quiet and like very sad, and he's kind of and then he kind of goes semi loudly like I can't believe someone would write this about me in the library but I feel like he's just proven himself right he's so vain that he thinks that that anonymous yik yak is about him well yes but it was it was very targeted at him but (laughs) so then I felt terrible I was stressed out anyway and then I felt terrible and it was just bugging me and then I I finished the essay I go back to Macintosh where we were staying at the time and I just couldn't so then I sent an apology yak out 
And I was like, to the guy on That's the ground the floor of the library no. who, like, I, I was stressed earlier. I'm sorry. I'm sure you're not that bad a guy. I probably wanted to add on, like, but just be quiet next time. But I didn't. And it was just a very embarrassing thing for me. And even though Yik Yak's anonymous, I know that I did that. And um, it was a lesson learned. Just don't ever post anything negative about people, especially on our Gravy Brain social media channels. This has made me remember two things. One, I remember people in the university getting in trouble because uh, the gay community were using Yik Yak to, like, commandeer one of the floors of the library's bathroom for their antics. This is the LGBTQ plus community. Correct. Um, And the other thing is that story you're telling there has reminded me that when I was on a school trip in 2006, when the first Nintendo DSs came out, do you remember PictoChat? Uh, no. So, like, you could, like, send little messages to each other's DSs. If you were within a certain range. Oh, okay. And, and we, there were two schools on the trip, my oh, primary school and another no, primary school. And there was a really annoying girl on the other primary no. school. <laughs> so I changed my DSs username from James to Nintendo Customer Support. <laughs> And I went onto her picture chat and said, due to your conduct, you are going to be banned from all Nintendo <laughs> services. And then she start, she had a full breakdown no. for the multiple hour trip from Durham to France. Does this make you the ultimate Karen? Oh, Karen before Karen. Yeah. But, oh, oh yeah, like, it gets you, though, doesn't it? Like, just... You only made that mistake once. People don't. They may be annoying, but... Yes, I, I only made that mistake but, once. <laughs> For the tape, he's shifting his eyes in a suspicious manner. Uh, no more questions, my lad. <laughs> very, very good. Yeah, oh, a man. Yik Yak was great. Um, Yik Yak was great, but I had it, many a viral Yik Yak. I was. That, that's pretty. It was all about having a viral Yik Yak. I had a few, but the problem is you had to write something so. <sighs> it, it had to be ge- generic in order to gain all the support. And who wants to be generic? So now, sorry, where are we? <laughs> so swi- switching swiftly back over to Freddie. Lawrence. Might have to edit a lot of that. Oh, Freddie, so Freddie. Yeah, so Freddie. What, what is James's most embarrassing? Oh yeah, right. Okay. Most have been friends. Not most, just or just an embarrassing. <sighs> Technically, the question was most embarrassing. So if you didn't pick up on that, that's your. You won't get this. You won't. There's no chance that you'll get. Okay, this. You I've got to try and remember something. Should embarrassing I give about Freddie you? a hint not to what it is, but to help him maybe? Remember? No. No, okay. No, no. I didn't, get a, is, I didn't get a birthday here. <laughs> the thing is, James, you're you're an intelligent man, so you do less stupid stuff than I do. No, it just means but I'm this better is at hiding. Specifically, <laughs> a very stupid thing that you were aware of. When I you was did aware it. of. Yep. Now you're confusing me with the hints you're giving. And that you had a wall in first year to commemorate all your stupid moments <sighs> together. Was this about orangutan? Like, <laughs> words beginning with a orangutan. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> was that a quiz? When did that happen? What was I, the context I think you, for that? You, had, you were just playing like a drinking game or something, and you had to name an animal that started. Just name with something a, beginning with A. And James, James like, orangutan. <laughs> Maybe James's second language is English. It's the most. <laughs> And if and if I, like orangutan doesn't end with a G either, I now I now make an effort to say orangutan. Orangutan, yeah, yeah, not orangutan, as yeah. as I've been brought up saying. <laughs> okay, 
Incredible. Incredible. Yeah. Freddie, sticking with you, what would James's superhero power be? So bear in mind that you guys answered these yourselves. You might want to think, what would he think his superpower is? Yeah, what would James think his superpower is? I, I reckon he, James would want um, mind reading. Or like, is that tele, telepathy? Oh, James, what did you answer? I said time control. Time control? Because then he can just do anything. So overpowered. That's yeah. very specific. As a pan- yeah, interesting. James, what did you think Freddy said for his superpower? I kind of think Freddy would go for, like, uh, like slightly mind control, but it's more like he releases, like, pheromones that makes everyone happy and want to be his friend. Oh. That'd be a good superpower. Yeah. Was that the right answer? No. It absolutely was not. Was it flight? <laughs> it was flight. It was flight. It was flight. <laughs> Should we give him half a point for that, Freddy? No, not the, at all. The, okay. wor- the worst superpower. <laughs> no, but uh, so actually thinking about this, it kind of would be the worst superpower because I don't like heights. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, if you could fly, then why would you ever be scared of heights? But, but why choose fly when you could choose teleport? I suppose you could fly like two centimetres off the ground. Yeah, but then you crash into stuff very quick and you had to follow the roads. True. Okay, maybe like, <laughs> maybe like six foot off the ground. Yeah. What? Why would you have to follow the roads? Because you would be so close to like, the cars and stuff. Yeah, if you're, if you're like two centimetres and you're flying off the ground, two centimetres off the ground, uh-huh. you'd, you'd fly into buildings. So the only way you'd be able to get about is by following a road structure. Oh, right, but if you were in like... Uh, a field. A field. Yeah, yeah you'd be fine. Yeah, yeah. Right. So you wouldn't have to follow the roads. Although you just have to not crash into buildings. It'd be tough if the field had a big crop like corn or something that was tall, and then you can only fly two cent. That'd be a useless power actually. To be only be able to fly two centimeters off the ground would be an issue. No, because you could like cross oceans and stuff. No, but you'd hit stuff. Then you get to a fence. Or like, like a shark could come up and nom the- you. Well, yeah, but but part of the point. The f- of the freedom of flying is that you're up and you're away from everything except other birds. <laughs> other birds? Are you becoming a bird to fly? <laughs> Freddy the seagull. <laughs> have you ever punched a seagull? Uh, have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've punched a seagull. When we were in... <laughs> I was walking from the caravan site in St Andrews. Someone called the RSPB. <laughs> I was walking from there back to Macintosh. And there was an incredibly aggressive seagull. And as I was walking, it was like cacawing at me. Cacaw! And it went for me. Went for me once, swooped past my head. I thought, you fucking do that again, I'm going to fucking get you. Went for me again, and I mean aggressively. Give it a punch, and then it flew away. You're a psycho. I didn't kill it. <laughs> I didn't kill it, I tried to. Like. Who's the real psycho? Me defending myself or the seagull attacking me for no reason? Well, the seagulls are psycho, but. That's unnecessary. Like you could dodge it. Why not? Just, why pu- why punch it when you could just dodge it? Why try and anger it further when it's clearly angry? It's like if you see a group of angry youths on the street, the way of dealing with them is not to punch them in the face. It's just to keep your head down, put your headphones. When you in. walk past the group of seagulls, blaring their rave music <laughs> outside the corner shop, <laughs> smoking a wee cig. <laughs> Well, no, I'm, I, you know, you got to stand up to bullies, and that seagull was a bully. Unnecessary. And for the record, I did not injure the seagull. I'm sure. Probably. But if I did... How can you tell that? You can't tell that. But if I did, I wouldn't care. <laughs> Maybe he had internal damage. Maybe he went back to his seagull friends. Oh, you got to watch out for that hairy one. God, he's... 
Yeah, but they're, they're attacking me again. He's the one in Burgundy, watch out. Yeah, you can decide whether to keep that in or not. <laughs> RSPCM. We're nearly half out into the pod, so uh, some stuff's oh not going to have to. Okay, James, what was Freddie's first celebrity crush? <sighs> I had to delve into the archives for this one. I reckon, I reckon his first celebrity crush would have been... They're barely a celebrity. I'll give you that clue. He's actually specified a character. A character? Yeah, well... Shit. Like it, well, yeah, I won't, I won't give it away. James might struggle with this as he did not have this channel as a child. Can I? Can I have the channel? Nickelodeon. Was it Dee Dee from Dexter's Laboratory? No, oh, that's no, no, Cartoon Network. Shit, Basic. Yeah. A, a human like a human. character. Yeah. Was it like Hannah Montana? Oh, so close, Freddy. Zoe One Hundred and One, otherwise Jamie known Lynn as Jamie Lynn Spears. I just didn't. I was thinking that there probably is someone else, but. I remember being attracted to Zoe 101. All these posh kids with their fancy channels. Back in my day, you wouldn't be allowed to watch the TV. And if you did, you'd be BBC One. Okay. Freddie, who was James's first celebrity crush? Am I, do I know this? No. As then, in I, you, then I won't guess. As in, you know... <laughs> As in, you, you, like, you don't... I don't think you know that I've chosen them, but you know that they exist as a human being. Okay. Um, <sighs> Laura Coonsberg. What, as my first celebrity? <laughs> <laughs> no. How old's Laura Coonsberg? Like, how do we... I don't know, how do you measure the age of... Like, 15 years ago. How do you measure the age of vultures? <sighs> I don't know. No, my first celebrity crush when I was a kid was Cat Dealey. Cat Dealey, yeah, Cat Dealey's a good one. Yeah, I don't think I had a crush on her, but yeah, that's that's fair enough. That's wholesome. That's such a that's such northern wholesomeness. Yeah, I was half expecting Holly Willoughby. So oh no, she's my celebrity crush now. Fair, fair point. <laughs> Holly Willoughby was late to the game, wasn't she? Really? I mean, she wasn't a childhood thing. Like she's only come about probably since we were like late high school. No, she was a children's TV presenter. She was on Dig It. With Fern Cotton. What's Dig It? Oh, so well, you, you wouldn't know because you had all the fans <laughs> Not like a scum. What's the concept of Dig It? Just the same as any other children's thing. Like they, Smile TV? They introduced, like the, they introduced the shows. That's it. Like, oh, up next is Power Rangers. Up next is... Is that your impression of Cat Daly? I don't even know what her voice is. I'll probably all get edited out. Yep. Respect. Uh, Freddie, what is James's most annoying habit? <sighs> cool. This one's actually, this is deeper than I realised it was going to be because this is pointing out a flaw in the opposite person. See, you've gone quite deep. James just went quite generic for his. Don't know. Incredible. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> just Incredible too, analysis. Maybe this is because Freddie is such a good friend he doesn't see anything negative in you. Yeah, it's definitely that. Um... <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he just doesn't want to go too harsh. How about trying to figure out which sword I want to stab you with? The deepest one. I don't know. Radical p- Whoa, we can't keep that in. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have me arrested. Well, I guess that kind of is my thing, because my... Uh... <laughs> oh, wait, it's accurate. <laughs> no, my annoying habit is I'm a dickhead too often. 
Is that is that a habit? Well, the, I guess the alternative is that I fart too much. Okay, there we go. That's a habit. That's yeah. A habit. And uh, James, what did Freddie say was his most annoying habit? Relentless positivity. And Freddie, what did you say? Great question, Sarah. Uh, I think I put something like general everyday selfishness in terms of uh, so like my flatmate Daniel he always does the bins but then that means that I never do the bins so I really don't contribute anything to the bins there was something else I put but, but that's I leave your stuff everywhere but that's oh, and, I, and, I, and whenever I get stuff I leave it out everywhere so like all the surfaces in the house are kind of covered with all my stuff I have a lot of you may remember this from living with me in the first year. I have a lot of possessions, just stuff, because my parents said when I moved up to Scotland for uni, if I didn't take the stuff with me, they'd just throw it out. So naturally, I took all my stuff with me. Um, do you remember <clears> when you came back from Morocco and then you didn't do anything with your wetsuit? Oh, I can still smell it. That's not Morocco. Was it not Morocco? That is my first surfing lesson. All right. There's a lot of things wrong with what you just said. Do you want to rephrase it? <laughs> it wasn't Morocco. It was my first surfing lesson, and it wasn't my wetsuit. It was my wet stuff. So you can start that again. Do you remember? Do, do you remember? <laughs> do you remember when you came back from a surfing lesson and you just left your wet stuff out and just rot in your bedroom? No. Well, I do. <laughs> do, you, do you remember, Freddie, when you left a takeaway chicken korma in the, in the fridge? Oh, my God, no. Yeah. Do you remember it was there for three months? What did Phoebe... Phoebe discovered it, didn't he? Because I, I just forgot about it. I packaged, I packaged up the korma thinking I'd have it at a later date. Completely forgot about it and just assumed it was someone else's thing. But Phoebe discovered it, didn't he? Yeah. I'm pretty sure he balked any time we mentioned it after. Like, did it not grow fur? I'm pretty sure it was a furry korma. A furry korma. <laughs> episode title, like. <laughs> Freddy's furry korma. Do you remember, Sarah, when you were cleaning out your flat in first year and someone had left an entire, like, vegetable tree of vegetables that had liquefied? No, you've exaggerated here and this cannot stay in the podcast, but yeah. <laughs> I actually rank. Anyway, last one in the quiz. I... Freddie, what would James's mastermind specialist subject be? Mm. What's the score right now? 1-1. One, 2-1. One. One. So we don't really know each other all that well, to be honest. But I'm winning. You're still winning. Good. So it's all to play for. Um, <laughs> <laughs> James's mastermind subjects. I mean, would you go down the maths route? Would you want to look like that on mastermind? That's the question. How about maths... And going by James's description of his PhD last week, on last week's episode, if anyone wants to check it out, Matt, I see where stuff lives. I think, actually, that my mastermind topic would be probably, like, very early Pokemon stuff, I think. Pokemon is what you had written down. Alternatively... From software games like Dark Souls, Secure, Bloodborne, as a as a unit. But how would you? How would you? Would it just be like Pokemon two thousand to two thousand five, or how yeah, would, you, would you have a subcategory? Not, or not, like Gen one Pokemon? <clears throat> maybe, maybe the cards. Maybe the cards, because I I didn't watch the TV show very much. So maybe. But then like I that. feel like you've gone too specific because yeah. if you said Gen one Pokemon, they might ask you about the show and you don't know those ones, yeah. but you would know. Now, Freddy's, though, 
I can't. I know exactly what it is that his mastermind topic would be. I can't use the exact words to describe it, so I'm going to try my best. Okay. But once you know what I'm trying to say, okay, you'll think yes, it couldn't be anything. You want me to cut you some credit, and this is you going for the draw. Exactly. Okay. okay. You told me that. Oh no! Well, I don't remember telling you anything, so this could be disappointing. That every summer and maybe other times as well. You would create your own, like, fantasy football leagues and do the scores via various, like, football computer games that you had on, like, PC and with, like, you know, your own, like, hand-drawn tables. Yes. I think your mastermind would be whatever period of football informed those decisions. Okay. So, like, the Premier League, whatever year that is, that made you think, I can do an entire, t- like, league game in okay. my head. I see, I see yeah? what you mean, yeah. So, what you're describing is not just a summer thing, but I used to, year-round, play hallway football. So, if you had two doors at the end of a hallway, I had a small ball, and I would constantly play my own matches against, it was just me, myself, and I'd write down all the teams from different divisions write down all the scores and they'd all play each other the whole season so each team would play like 46 games because most of the time I'd do a Division 1 pre- uh, football season the English Division 1 Norwich would always win it um, just because at the time the only player I knew in Division 1 was Darren Huckabee who played for Norwich so he scored all the goals for them he'd get like 100 goals a season and that's how I became really good at football uh, as a striker for like a 10 year old uh, before I did my knees in there was a lot of hallway football so you'd be saying that my mastermind specialist subject would be division one football 2003 2004 season which is incorrect (laughs) (coughs) but thank you for caring about uh, (laughs) that small detail of my life I spent many hours playing hallway football So, so what would your mastermind specialist subject be? The Gravy Broom Podcast. <laughs> well, to be fair, that would be a great specialist subject because yeah. we know everything about it in theory. But how much have we forgotten? What would be amazing is if there's a super fan out there, I'm looking at you, Sarah, who actually okay. knows the podcast better than us now, know, kind of could write in and be like, oh, James was going to say this, Freddie's going to say that, and we just have no idea what's going on. Um, the answer I put down was the Open Golf Championship 2000-2020. I know pretty much all the venues, all the scores, all the players nationalities I'd be hard pushed to for something to be asked that I don't know about the Open Championship there's a there's a bit in the TV show Gilmore Girls where my mum loves the Gilmore Girls she's been working through it shout out Tina yeah I love the Gilmore Girls as well uh, for a slightly different reason so there's an early celebrity crush who's, so, who's your favourite Gilmore Girl no comment but there's a bit- <laughs> There's a bit where uh, the where the granddad, who I think the actor's dead now, um, but he's like, I've got a very important business to do in my office. I'm watching the golf. Please don't interrupt. And they do end up interrupting me. He's like, oh, well, I guess I guess I'll come and help. And then he pauses it. And they're like, but I thought you said you are watching golf. Yes, this is a match from 20 years ago. I know it's a brilliant game. <laughs> but it's like, you already know how it's going to end. Yes, and that makes it more exciting. Um <laughs> And that's how I kind of imagine you are going to be in the future, where you're going back over these 2000 to 2020 uh, open games. That's going to be glorious. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and we end the quiz on 2-1 to Freddie. So, hey! Freddie, you know your 
best friend better than he does. It's just about. <laughs> <laughs> Only just. Now, Sarah, Little Bird tells me there was a tiebreaker question. I had a tiebreaker question. I don't know if you want to keep this in. Come, but we can let's do it. it to regain my honour. Okay, if you want to regain your honour. I wanted to know, could you name, and I don't just mean like the generic subject, could you give the full title of the opposite person's module, any module that they studied at St Andrews? <laughs> you don't need the codes. I just wondered, could you get... Beginner Spanish. <laughs> I think it's actually called Spanish for beginners. Oh! <laughs> Dash down. Um... Surely you would have gone for great ideas. Oh, great, fun. Oh, great ideas. <laughs> Come on, Sarah, you're giving him ammunition. Electronic music. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Okay, can we name one that's actually related to our, <laughs> to our degree? Yeah. <laughs> like, I was trying to think. We did a module together. Well, hang on, wait, wait, wait. wait. Behavioural psychology. No, attractiveness. You had a thing on attractiveness. It, it, to be honest, I don't remember the names of my module. No, I just There was one on attractiveness. I forget what it was called. Um, it was with Dave Perrett, who was my supervisor slash legend uh, for my dissertation project. Um, what was that module called? You know, it doesn't even matter. I don't remember it. It was brilliant, though. Can you remember <laughs> any of mine that aren't just called mathematics? No. Respect. Real analysis. Yeah. Because that was one that I did not enjoy. Real analysis. And uh, you explain the math stuff to me, I get a grip of it, and then it very quickly escapes my head. What? Sorry, you were just saying about we did a class we did, we did a psychology class together back in first year, because I did psychology as one of my like electives, but before we knew each other. Was it literally called Psychology 101? I think it might have been. It might have been like Psychology 1001. Yeah, I think it was PS 1001 yeah. Psychology, but I just I wasn't sure if it had anything else. Unlucky James, it. didn't get that one, son. Ox. Freddy's the winner. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it when he's compared it. <laughs> Technically then, we're at 3-1. Uh, no, because the tiebreaker doesn't count. Okay, fair it is. Alright. Um, Sarah, time. thank you very much for that well-written quiz. Um, I'm it's, sorry it's taken it's, up so it's much. It's demonstrated a lot of things. Uh, it's nearly 45 minutes. <laughs> We might have got another... Well, literally, who cares? This could be as long as we want it to be. Who is that Pokemon, you Is the, uh, is the jingles. <laughs> One more time. No. 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 You've got it. Beautiful. Right. Um... <laughs> Did the take your bicycle? No more than usual. Right, uh, what are we doing? So, I I quite like Pokemon, which, you know, makes, makes it hurt even more when I see a franchise die. But, um, so what we're going to do is Freddy is going to be shown a picture of a Pokemon by Sarah. Freddy then has to describe it to me, and I will try and deduce the name of it. Cool. Uh, for, sorry, for people who don't know what Pokemon is, I guess they'd have to be living in a cave for a while. Yeah. But for people who don't know, for our Brazilian listeners who may not know what Pokemon is, what is Pokemon? Pokemon is only, you know, the most successful video game franchise of all time that uh, makes a ton of money, has loads of spin-off products and promotes gambling to children, where people have little cute, sometimes not cute monsters that say their own names over and over again, and fight each other. Um, a worldwide cultural phenomenon. Um, unless you're a boomer, I don't know how you don't know about it. 
Um, and even then, boomers probably know about it. Okay, let's dive in straight away. And if you're following alone, uh, alone? If you're following, <laughs> you're following alone, I'm really sorry. <laughs> if you're following along on YouTube, then maybe at the end, Freddie will cut in some pictures of what the Pokemon look like, so that you too can see if Freddie's description was on point. I'll certainly do my best. Right. For context for Freddy, it includes the number that the Pokemon appears in the Pokedex, its name and its type, so don't give any of that away. Literally just describe the picture. Okay, that's concerning about James's level of knowledge of yeah. Pokemon. Okay. Right, it's purple. Um, a kind of chalky purple. Got a lovely belt. A bit of a Mohican. How many arms has it got? It's got two arms. Machoke. And two legs. It, yes, Machoke. Congratulations, that's one. Um, <laughs> I thought this would be a good one to describe. All right, got got a bit of a a quiff haircut, uh, a massive tongue, licky licky, yeah, licky licky, amazing. Come on, is that a real name? Ah, yes. Um, bare feet, um, big round rotund fellow, uh, short arms like a T Rex, uh, not much eyes to go around. Some fangs. Uh, he's he's blue and white. Um, he's got some spiky ears. And <laughs> I mean, what else do you want to say? He seems content with his position. Snorlax. It is Snorlax. <laughs> and uh, just to finish this round off, good luck describing that one. Okay. Um, looks like it has. Tele- telekinetic powers. Has it got spoons in its hand? It does not have spoons. Okay. It has pink hair, which goes turns into like a pink nose. Might not even be hair, to be honest. Um, it's got like arms that look like wings, and it's it's not even its legs. It's like its arse cheeks extend <laughs> into flowers with little red kind of pollen bit. What's the middle of a flower called? Like little red. Anyway, it's like a flower. It's like one big flower, but in a kind of creature form. Um, it's got it's got like a red thing on its forehead that looks like a jewel. And it's like pink at the top, like pink propeller is a good way of describing it. Like, um, if you were to describe <clears throat> the creature in one word, what, like, how would you describe its form? Just to help James out, spacey. Bit sci-fi. Yep. Is it Deoxys? No. No. I don't want to say you're thinking along the right lines, but what type of Pokemon is Deoxys? Psychic. No, no, sorry. Um, An alien. No, I mean like it's not just a normal Pokemon. It's a legendary. So it's not a legendary, but it's oh, it do- mythical. It does look. Like a regen of a Mew or is it, a... Is it Jirachi? No. What colour is it? It's like light blue with a pink propeller head. A pink propeller head. I'm pretty sure Maybe it's Maybe it actually. is legendary, not mythical. <clears throat> I, I can never it does look like... A, it looks like a Mew too. Is it cute or not? Um, no, it looks angry. I would... It's not cute like Jirachi. It's not Manaphy. No. no. But... God, James, what else do you want me to say? It like it looks exactly like I've described. <laughs> As a hint for James, it's one of a set. 
Oh, it's fucking... Uh, what colour did you say it was again? It's light blue with a pink propeller head. Is it Mesprit? Yes, it is Mesprit. I just thought it would be really fun to make friends try and describe. Pokemon are weird. Did you, you, get, get, you did well with Snorlax. Did you get impressed how fast I got Licky Licky though? Yeah, that was good. Pokemon with my body type, you see. <laughs> well, Massive tongue. Long tongue, huge belly. <laughs> right, what have we got here? Um, God... <laughs> You know, like those horror dolls you get in films, which just spook you out. Has it got a zip on its mouth? No, it's got a very small mouth though, like literally a dot for a nose. Um, it's got kind of pink and purple eyes. It's got some wavy hair. Looks a bit like Stewie. It, the form is Stewie and Family Guy. Um, I see where you're going with that. But it looks like it's got some hair on its back, like a dragon tail almost. Um, it's definitely female. Um, has it got a necklace? No, no necklace. Uh, literally, the, the defining features are that it's grey and it has pink and uh, purple eyes and it has hair, looks very humanoid um, and it's like it's got ball balls in the top right and left of its head. If you were going to say it looked like an animal, what channel would you say it looks most like? It looks... Um, or even gonna, a combo. I was going to say unicorn. <laughs> Doesn't look like a unicorn at all. Um, it looks like what animal does it look like? I, I, I don't know. It looks like a human. It looks like it looks like a dragon, but like a nice watered down grey dragon with a human face and human body. Is always oh, a uh, Gudra. No, if I was going to describe it, I would say it's almost like a bear crossed with a cat. I would say it's quite cute. Freddy's making it sound more horrific than it actually is. I would say it's quite a cute Pokemon. Is it like Miaste? Who comes before? Esper. It's Esper. I am staggered at your level of knowledge of Pokemon. Esper. Grey with pink and purple eyes, bit of a dragon tail, baubles on its head. The problem is, the, the Pokemon <laughs> that come from later generations, it takes me a lot longer to get, whereas... Earlier stuff, just just mostly instant. Fair, love that. I thought you were getting because of Meowstic, but it's yeah. got his hat on. Yeah. <laughs> wow, great segment. Yeah, sorry, guys. <laughs> Freddy's foreign football fight or flight. Turns out England is shit at football. Who'd have thought? Yeah, and also the Scotland are just as shit at football. <laughs> yeah. So we were lucky enough uh, on, it was Friday night, wasn't it? Friday, uh, the Scotland played England in Euros and we were all gathered for it and we were quite excited as were the rest of the country. A lot of Scotland fans uh, travelled down to Trafalgar Square as per tradition, despite COVID regulations and uh, suggestions. And no fan zones in London. Yeah, but no judgement passed. And uh, the game was a complete damp squib, but somehow it's been claimed as a victory for Scotland. And... Uh, it's definitely a defeat for us in predictions because I think I predicted that Scotland would win. You predicted that England would win. And in fact, it was a draw, a nil-nil draw. The yeah. saddest score of them all, arguably. Scotland, Absolutely. of the two teams, Scotland deserved the win more. But that's not saying much because England didn't deserve it at all because they were shit. Yeah. Scotland's best player was Raheem Sterling. Um, <laughs> Who's an England player? <laughs> yep, yep, that's the joke, folks. Oh, Sarah's gone to vomit.
And we're back. And we're back. So at football, England is shit. Scotland is shit. That's all we're saying about it. Moving on. Okay, cool. What was the next thing? Music. That's... Talking about music albums and stuff. Talking about music albums and stuff. So <clears throat> this this week, Freddie, you made me listen to the worst album yet that you've made me listen to. Harsh. And that was justified by Justin Timberlake. I will not hear any Justin Timberlake slander. Okay, I'm glad about that. There was one good song on it, and that song was Cry Me a River. Okay, well, I mean, that's a lie for a start. Um, right, so context was that, as I've said on other podcasts that you need to go back and listen to if you haven't heard, I've been watching a lot of videos on YouTube recently of kind of creation, a lot of music production, how songs are made, James is yawning, but it's better than eating a custard cream. Oh. And um, so the, recently I stumbled across a video that was the making of Justified by Justin Timberlake, and it was him and Pharrell Williams, plus others in the studio, coming up with, it was like, what do you want to say? And then just him in the booth, it was like a half hour video. And it was quite inspiring. So and just interesting to listen to. And then when he was in the booth doing all these little bits that are just coming out of his head, you're thinking, wow, that's a hit, that's a hit, that's a hit. So straight away, I know you're wrong, because there's more than at least, there are definitely four or five singles on this album which has 13 songs and is an hour long. There's more than one hit. I didn't realise Senorita was as old as the rest of these songs. I would have said it was significantly newer. Still, like, old Justin Timberlake. But Senorita, banger. Rock Your Body, banger. Like, there's so many. Well, that's it. And it James, you say Cry Me a River, which is undoubtedly probably the biggest song off of this. But Rock Your Body is a massive tune as well. What say you? I uh, I just don't like that song. I'm not saying they're not hits. I'm just saying I don't like them. I found the title for the podcast though still on my gravy brain. Um, very good. I just I just did not enjoy the album at all. No, I, I actually I actually thought less of Crimea River because it was on the same CD as the rest of these. Okay, so I can back you up to some regard. Now I'd never listened to the full album until I brought it to our attention for this podcast. I listened to it on the way to drive to Stirling the other day, and I have to say that at the moment, when I'm following my sat-nav sat in the car, my satellite navigation system, uh, there's not really a way of skipping songs. There's no button, so I need to find the button on my car. Anyway, and there were a bunch of songs in the second half of this album I wanted to skip, because it, sound, it sounds essentially, it's all the same thing. It's kind of like, hey, Justin, what do you want to say? Uh, I want to say that I love women. And that I love pulling women, and also it's very sad when it goes wrong. And that's like him for the second half of this album. But it's still undeniable that, as we've highlighted, there are still a bunch of lit singles on this. My issue is that on this podcast, we have previously listened to uh, Songs About Jane by Maroon 5. And I feel like this album is similar in that all the songs sound the same, except it doesn't even have the. It's even more shallow than songs about Jane is, so it loses like even having that quality. So it's just I just do not like this album. And that's fair enough. I think I can understand where you're coming from that all the songs they do sound the same, but when they sound excellent, that's a good thing. But uh Cry Me a River is a good song, so yeah. Cry Me a River is about Britney Spears cheating on him, isn't it? Were him and Britney Spears ever a thing? I know they presented on Disney together, but... Can you not remember the classic denim on denim on denim? No. <laughs> I'm upset. 
Should I know about denim on denim on denim? It's like the classic early 2000s look. The only denim, denim on denim on denim that I'm aware of is Jeremy Clarkson. The denim on denim on denim. Oh, the denim on denim on denim. Where Justin was in like a denim three-piece suit and Britney Spears' entire dress was just patchwork denim. And they were, they were a couple. They were a couple. Um, let me just look up for how long. One of something I'd like to say in his defence is that fair play to Justin Timberlake for having a childhood before, like, a child acting career, and he's turned out seemingly all right. He was at um, the Alfred Dunhill Lynx Championship in St. Andrews uh, in 2019, um, partnering Justin Rose, and he was having pictures of everyone. He seemed very normal, and I think that's an impressive feat for a global celebrity. And he's not been banned from any university halls of residence, has he? That we know of. My criticism, I'm sure you might want to take this out, I can't remember if it's true or not, but Justin Timberlake... During like the first bit of the pandemic, was complaining about how hard it was to like look after his kids on his huge ranch that him and Jessica Beale like ran away to. Like they have a house in the mountains, and they're like, "Oh, it's just so hard looking after my son all the time." And you're like, like a parent should. The- you think you've got all this space, all this time, all this money, and you're complaining that you have to look after your get your calming opinions out. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah tough. Uh, tough take, but all problems are relative, right? Oh, I, I get that it is, but I think he was making out as if he had it really hard when you had families in one-bedroom flats to, trying to get by. But oh, Right, Commissar <laughs> Sarah, get the fuck out. <laughs> well, talking of songs that all sound exactly the same, we should move on to the next album that you gave me, yes. which was Dissimulation by KSI, the for those who don't know, KSI have been one of the biggest YouTube phenomenons on planet Earth right now. Has a massive following of probably 20 million people. Millions. And yeah. uh, I've got to say, I'm partial to a bit of KSI. I was when I was a teenager. Had a bit of a break, but recently come back in. Just enjoy his... It's just light-hearted, funny content. And he does a bit of boxing, and I appreciate that. I find I find that him and the, the boys fit into that type of YouTuber where it's very similar to being back at school. The boys being the sidemen. The sidemen. And and some of the YouTubers that I watch as well that aren't related to them, but it's the same sort of same sort of group dynamic is it's just a group of lads from school. And yes, they are all wealthy millionaires that have lives incomparable to ours, but they're very good at pre- pretending like they're not. So, you know, I like to consume their content as well. That's fair. And fair play to him. He's obviously following his heart and he wants Mm -hmm. to get into rap and he's created this kind of album where he raps, but it's also very poppy. Um, I guess that that would be... I wanted to like this album going into it. There's no standout songs for me, which obviously I'm going to struggle with because I love singles, as we've established on previous podcasts. Go listen to them. It does... And you mentioned this to me the other week. um, He does have a lot of interesting people featuring, such as Rick Ross... Now, such as Offset. This is where this is my take on this album. Okay, so even though it doesn't have any standout, like standout songs, if he has managed to put this album together with features, has worked well with other people, and they've all had a good experience in the future when he's a bit more musically developed, hopefully that means if he goes for this song to work, I need this artist to feature. Because he's had this experience where he's been good to work with, hopefully that means he can get them, and then like he can build something better in the future. So I think, in terms of professionalism and working well with people, this is a good step for him. He's also worked with a fair range of people, like you're saying, from Offset 
to being featured on Anne Marie's single to working with Youngblood again like that kind of punk pop type uh, genre like he does have a range and that's it and actually the favourite my favourite KSI songs that I've heard so far aren't on this album like I like Lighter I forget who that features but it's some DJ or no it's a DJ and he features on it I guess I like the songs where KSI is featured on it where they've obviously made a tune but thought let's get this guy who has all the following on it to give it a boost in marketing and I like those songs like the Amory one but even then I, I, I watched some YouTube reactions and they were kind of saying it's just a bit vanilla and yeah. that's how I describe this album it's all just a bit vanilla and I say that because we've listened to Stormzy and Dave it feels like they've got more to say with more urgency whereas I don't think KSI's got much to say he's kind of a lot of his tracks are kind of talking about minor beef which isn't interesting yeah it's interesting to hear. I feel like these songs are very interesting to him and he could probably tell us the story of them and that would be fine and that'd make him, me appreciate them more. But they're not encapsulating. And I know we go on about a lot of these guys talk about their upbringing and how tough it was and it can get a bit repetitive. But that's still an interesting story, which is why they're always successful because everyone loves a hard knock story where people are rising from the bottom. And KSI is starting this kind of having risen from the bottom but now he's starting his career yeah, at the but, top. But not in the same way. Can we not in the same way at all. He's risen from the bottom when he literally was at private school. You what? Know. You no. fucking comic! <laughs> but he has risen from... I guess everyone has to rise from Some. anonymity yeah. to somewhere. But he's, he's just a guy who's he's making videos in his room and now he's got an album out which has no doubt made him a lot of money. Yeah, I also think as well there's a lot of stigma around the musicians and singers who come from YouTube to music and they have to drop that like YouTube um, branding that they have and I think he's had to play it safe to hit a more mainstream audience to get played on the radio and I think it'll be interesting to see what he produces after this album Yeah, when he's allowed to kind of do more of his own thing. I feel like he's been heavily... I don't want to say pigeonholed, but like I feel Rinded. like management have led him down a specific path that perhaps is not his ideal. I think that's fair. And I think that, that's clear of all this YouTube boxing that's going on. What was the fight recently? It was... Um, it's not Jake Paul versus Mayweather. Jake Paul yeah. versus Mayweather. And it's this whole idea of, oh, he's a YouTuber, he's not a boxer. Yeah. But these guys are trying to forge careers for themselves in their, kind of desire, in their desired field, which is... You can only admire that, I suppose. And the fact that the album exists son is not complete dog shit puts it way above almost all YouTubers who do music. It's it's fine. Like it's not gonna win any awards. It's just a serviceable It's serviceable poppy album. And Absolutely. that's fine. What well, one other thing I'm not saying about KSI is that, you know he's on Gogglebox, Celebrity Gogglebox. Yeah. I forget who he's with, but um I remember watching it at Christmas and I was saying to my mom, This is this is KSI, he's kind of a big deal. He's on YouTube and you know, the kids love him and all of this kind of stuff. And then it goes to him and it's a clip that he doesn't know what a bread bin is. It's like, what a bin for bread? Like a like a basket for it. The guy's like, no, no, it's called a bread bin. He's like, prove it. And, he, and it was about a two-minute clip of KSI not knowing what a bread bin is. Amazing. To be fair, we do not have a bread bin in this flat. So. But, but you know what it is. And that we is don't true. have the space for it, whereas KSI's probably never had to worry about where his bread goes. He's got plenty of bread. He makes that bread. That was music. <laughs> Talking about music albums and stuff. <laughs> Talking about music albums and stuff.
sort of anyone walks past window and they see us clapping in unison, but uh, they'll think we're fucking weird. Might think we're a cult. The gravy brain cult. The gravy, gravy brain cult. Gravy, 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 gravy. gravy. Uh, yeah, that's the outro then, I guess. <laughs> Sarah, it's been a pleasure having you on the podcast. Thanks for having me on. I hope I've not decreased our listeners this week. No, it's always great listening to a lifelong fan. You're just a different type of gravy. You're like a sort of chicken gravy with a, with a hearty beef gravy, you know. I feel like a watered-down KFC kind of gravy. What are you saying about the content I've provided this evening? That's added to it, because it's a lovely yeah, chicken yeah. gravy. You want a nice chicken gravy? Freddy is like industrial gravy. And I'm Oxo. <laughs> You're Oxo. I was about to say, ah, oh, Oxo. But that's, <laughs> that's not the right one. <laughs> when two brands come that's together. Okay. Funnily enough, um, my little brother plays a lot of a video game called RuneScape online. Is that still a thing? Yeah, yeah. Um, he has only for Matt. He has more than a year of his life on that game, as in like hours played. But funnily enough, when they allowed you to change your name and they reopened what names were available, he chose Bisto as his uh, well Bisto, yeah, or as in beast. No, like oh. B-I-S-T. Oh, you went B-I-S-T. <laughs> because Northern boys love gravy, am I right? <laughs> Northern boys love gravy. If that makes it onto the microphone, that's done so well. <laughs> <laughs> Got to test the full range of the devices. The full range of the device. Well, it's been lovely having you, Sarah. Um, you know, maybe in the future you'll be back on the podcast. Who knows? Only if I've done well. Hey, if we get an extra listener or two, you'll be straight back on. Yeah, a couple more continents would be handy. So thank you to our listener in Brazil. Thank you to our listeners in Louisiana and in the northeast of America. You know who you are. Thank you to our UK listeners. Greatbrainboys at gmail.com if you want to get in touch. Instagram. What else are we on? YouTube. YouTube. There's going to be a lot of YouTube content coming up, hopefully. Do we have Twitter? We don't have Twitter. We don't need that in our lives we don't need people. we don't need that negativity we don't need people atting atting us but um yeah I guess that's the episode nice see you later bye bye oh I've just had a fucking beautiful thought and I'm just trying to articulate it in my brain before I lose it gravy brain gravy brain gravy brain I fucking love gravy brain gravy brain Gravy brain! Gravy brain! Oh, it's fucking gravy brain!